Everybody, welcome to the second episode of the Jolly Bros Show. Today we're going to be talking about the stuff going on with Warcraft 3 Reforged, if you guys haven't heard about what's going on with that. And then we're also going to be talking about, yeah, exactly, remakes and remasters and uh, ones we liked, ones we didn't like, stuff like that. We're going to be talking about all kinds of different games today. I am Dingus. Today with me here on the Jolly Bros Show, we have Tom Tom. (laughs) Tom needs to get a better fucking sign-on. For himself, <laughs> and uh, and then we have uh, Hollow Savant, aka Logan. I need to get a better mic. <laughs> yeah, our guest today is uh, you know him, you love him. Uh, he's made of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Obviously, uh, his name is Angry Spexican. I was waiting for somebody else. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, that sounded a little bit too good, I guess. All right, so uh, Angry, so, so go ahead. Romance novel. Yeah, we'll we'll kick this off a little bit differently than we did with the first podcast. I want to give you a chance, real quick, to uh, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do uh, on the internet and all that kind of stuff. What? What? What I do on the internet? Yeah, like, like what do you do? In my spare time, or no? Like, like what do you do? Like your stream, <laughs> your you know what what content you're making? What are you doing? Uh, basically, just uh, and where at? Behind the mod- oh, on Mixer, Instagram, and all kinds of social media nonsense. But uh, you can find me on Mixer at Angry Spexkin. Live by the motto of chaos. All crazy stuff happening. Uh, providing an escape from that chaos is what I try to do every day. So. Uh, insomnia, all you insomnia people. That's we roll from uh, midnight till uh, God knows when in the morning. Every morning, pretty much till the butt crack of uh, dawn o'clock. Till the, till nice the butt crack of dawn. To work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, goofing around, acting like a bunch of idiots, drinking at a bar, goofing around like mm-hmm. literally all the time. And what kind of what kind of games do you play on your stream? <sighs> that's a good question. Um, successfully, no games, but uh, we make <laughs> we make attempts all the time uh we recently just started playing the new dragon ball z game uh we do a lot of destiny a lot of uh shooters <laughs> but we've been playing red dead online as well. just mixing stuff up uh, there's no real rule of what game type i did get screwed over because i made a stupid deal so i got to play a horror game upcoming soon and i'm not cool with that but just do resident evil man the re <laughs> the, the re- the remaster. It's so Everyone good. about getting into Five Night at Freddy's or whatever it's called. I've never played that. So. It's a oh. it's a great it's a great for like a one time stream because you can make it last like a f- good four hours. Yeah. I'll be there for that. Yeah. Everyone keeps telling me the scariest game to play is Fortnite. So yeah, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, with the uh, voice chat on. Uh, yeah, with voice, <laughs> it'll be like going back to the nightmare days. Like, remember waking up having sweats about your mom because the shit that you heard on Xbox Live. Oh my god. I'm not ready for that. Not that. <laughs> I, I don't want to be brought back day. to the days of two thousand and five sometimes. Sorry to, sorry to cut it off, but it's like there's the meme. It was like I'm it's like I only play Xbox games online to look out for my mom because we're single. <laughs> All right, so Wow, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh angry. Uh do do you have any experience with basically, you know, Warcraft or you know, World of Warcraft or anything of that or you follow any of like Blizzard's games in the past? Oh, absolutely. I was a hardcore. While I was in Okinawa, I got introduced to World of Warcraft and I hardcore played it from just before Burning Crusade came out until Cataclysm came out. Cataclysm burned me out. I hated that expansion and then ended up coming back briefly for Mists 
came back again for Legion hardcore the entire time Legion was out. And then with the last expansion, oh wow, I played it for a week and didn't touch it again. Forgot <laughs> so, and what, uh, what like, were you Horde or Alliance? And what is your favorite class race combo? Uh, I'm Horde, Horde for life, and always a rogue. The Blood race elf. didn't matter. But Blood Elf female has the coolest stealth animation, in my opinion. That Logan's like, stop, I can only get so hard. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> if, if I'm going to play a stealth class that's going to stab somebody in the back, mind you, I had just recently been out of a pretty brutal relationship. I was like, I might as well play the female Blood Elf rogue. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what you're saying is you're single. No, I'm not saying. No, that's, well, that's not. This is yeah. a different time in his life. <laughs> He's still single because of World of Warcraft. That's how much it, it impacted him. It's a hell of a time frame, right? As you guys know, we're talking about Warcraft 3 tonight. So just briefly, I, I know a lot of you guys, you probably already know what's going on with Warcraft. So we'll basically give you some footnotes here on what's happened. Basically, all right. So basically, Warcraft, Blizzard had promised a bunch of stuff. And basically, the only thing they delivered on was the new character models. That's pretty much it. You can see that they, they were going to like redo all the cutscenes and do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, you going to add something, Logan? I was going to say, like, you have to give it a little bit of credit because the art team did redo the majority of all the textures in the game. You can't play the original version of the game anymore. You're actually just playing Warcraft 3 Reforged with old school graphics turned on. And then custom games are now owned by Blizzard. So a lot of the old custom games and stuff go uh, are no longer available because of, you know, like copyrighted characters and a lot of stuff like that. And it's also got like the lowest it actually so it didn't technically have the lowest score on metacritic uh, another game was raised i forget what the name of the game was but it was raised by people who were mad about world uh, warcraft 3 uh so that way this game would be the lowest on metacritic it was like gary's one day something yeah it was, it was some weird title what's his name um he did a, somebody did a video on it and uh gary's one day incident or day one gary's incident yeah so uh go ahead and explain the how the original stuff works so the new Reforged, as you said, you can't play the old game anymore. People are like, well, that just means that it's baked in or something else. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. You try to launch the launcher for the old game, it opens up Reforged. Also, yeah, it's completely you're gone. Like, play you, for Reforged if you had the old game and want to play the old game. You legit cannot uh, access yeah. the, the original version of Warcraft 3 anymore at all. Yes, so you have, so. I'm asking if you had to pay for the new version. I if you want to play yes. a game you already mm-hmm. have, I don't think so. Um, I think no, they you just don't. force you in. You no, sure? they, they yeah, yeah, they force you into old school mode or whatever it's called. Okay, well. but so that old school mode for some context, you go to your graphics options at the bottom left. There's a toggle. You click it, it turns it to old school. You click it, it turns it to reforged. So it's not like the game is there. The entirely old game is gone. Whatever it was does not exist anymore. That's basically the state of things. Warcraft 3, so Blizzard put out a a note, basically, uh, a a post on their website. Um, And the gist of it is, yes, us. So basically the gist of this post is that we're sorry that you didn't have a good experience uh, with Warcraft 3, which is a really bullshit way of going around the fact that they didn't deliver anything they promised on this game. Um, it's, it's kind of insane actually how little they delivered as far as like, they didn't redo any of the UI that they were supposed to do or anything like that. And the UI was one of the biggest things in the game that people wanted to improve because it's so outdated. Like, you know, they could have easily brought this game into the new era. It's like a lot of the stuff that you see in the industry with people when they screw up a game, they give out these like long winded roundabout ways of saying that like, 
we're totally going to work on the game and make things better in the future. And we won't make these mistakes. And, and Blizzard did this whole apology recently about about how they were going to do better with their games and stuff. And then they do something like this, which is the complete opposite of what they said they were going to do. So people are pissed off and rightfully so. Basically, it says, Hail War- Warcraft 3 players. We've been following the discussions the past couple of days. and want to thank you for your feedback as well as your support. First off, we want to say we're sorry for those of you who didn't have the experience you wanted and we would like to share our plans for what's coming next. Do you want to add something, Logan? We're sorry. Yeah. It's dumb because it's not even like we're sorry They're that we delivered saying, a bad product. Yeah, exactly. We're sorry that like we didn't That's deliver the I things was... we promised. It's literally just like, we're sorry you didn't have a good time. Look, the context is I was mimicking this health park episode with her saying we're sorry while rubbing Yeah, no, it's, it's literally just, it's like someone <laughs> punching you in the face and it's like, I'm sorry you think I owe you an apology. <laughs> Um, at least with other companies, when they put these out, it sometimes feels halfway sincere. This one's just a slap in the mouth. I feel like that's the case for like games that are major scrubs. Like the ones for Fallout seventy six were basically the same as this. It's a bunch they, of nonsense. A, you know a what I mean? Good example would be uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, I mean they've done a ridiculous job of recovery. It took them a long time, but the next part says there were a few hours during launch day where we experienced server load issues well, that impacted players' ability to jump right in. This. But we are able to resolve those later in the day. Separate from that, we've seen community feedback about different aspects of Reforged that we wanted to take some time to address. The thing is, they're basically just addressing this in a way of like, hey, there were a couple bugs with the game and not addressing the things that people have actually had problems with. And that's another thing that's that people are irritated about because they're basically like, oh, man, you know, people had issues with server logging. Like, yeah, that sucks. But like, there's so much more to this that you guys don't talk about. Um, so before uh, we go on, Blizzard polish, man. yeah, and here, here's here's the general apologist nonsense right here, where they're like, the team is excited that Warcraft Three Reforged is finally upon us, and we're fully committed to supporting the game for a long time to come. The ne- the next few patches and updates we'll discuss below are just a part of our ongoing plans. The game is an inter- integral part of the uh, Blizzard DNA. And with a team that loves Warcraft 3, we're looking forward to pouring our hearts into Reforged and the Warcraft 3 community for the long term. Then you probably should have delivered, uh, you know, a finished product. Real quick. This is the trend I'm seeing and I don't like it. And it's the No Man's Sky trend. No Man's Sky screwed up and they recovered recovered from it. Yes, that should not be the industry standard today. And it seems like everyone's doing that shit and it's starting to really tick me off. Generally, this has to do with like being able to patch games over time. Uh, one of the concerns with Reforged that we've seen are the visuals. Visuals when selecting classic mode, we've identified a bug causing the colors and shading to look different from the original Warcraft 3. They're, so they're like, one of the concerns that we've seen is this. And it's like, this isn't what people are complaining about. Like, there's probably like a couple dudes who posted on Reddit about like, hey, the colors don't look the same as the original. And we're going to focus on that. We're expected um, to release uh, a patch addressing that later this week. The patch will also address many other known issues such as fixing some portrait animations and audio bugs and implementing some UI fixes and more. Please keep an eye out for the patch notes for a detailed list of all bugs. I'm not going to read all this. Basically, if you guys want to read it, I can give you a link to it. I can post it in the in the description and all that stuff for the YouTube video and all that. But basically, they're just listing off a few bugs that, you know, somebody has some, said something about, which is fine. Like, they should continue to work on that, and that is great in itself. Um, but it's this isn't what people are mad about, so this is not what they should be posting uh, in in my opinion. So uh, let's go to Angry. What are your thoughts on what has happened here? Well, I mean, as you just said before, that they're dealing and addressing are ridiculous. I believe that uh, I was reading up on some of the stuff earlier, not just today, but like I've been following this as it's been going on because 
right, right. Remasters are fun. Anyways, um, one of the big issues that I've heard a lot of people complaining about is when the game early on during the launch phase, I guess, and even up until recently, they were having issues even connecting to the actual game. They were getting all kinds of fatal errors and getting crashed out of the game all the time due to a lot of update stuff that they weren't even dealing with. So the fact that they're addressing, hey, there's some colors that don't match from the original game in their patch notes and never even bothered to mention that people were having connectivity issues, never dealt with any of the core issues with the game, period. I understand that they have a lot on their plate. It's a company. It's a design, whatever, you know. But it just it boggles my mind how how much like there's a separate it feels like a whole different company from back in the old days of World or not just World War, of Warcraft to what it is now. Like uh, when that game came out, it was iconic, a huge part of my of my gaming life. Uh, yeah, I, I mean this gotten... is this is like a huge deal because I hear a lot of people who were originally on board with like the you know the beginning of World of Warcraft and how much they adore and admire. World Warcraft 3, so when I heard about this, I knew it was going to be a huge deal, uh, this game being relaunched, you know, in, in, in this era. that a lot of people built PCs, or at least had computers, because of games like this one. And in particular, this game. So 100%. they moved over to PC gamers because of this company. It was I a conversion yeah. game. Yep. It, it I got was... converted people. I got in trouble for this game because my dad saw the user's manual to... Not this game, obviously, but the the original, and it had like the Temple of the Damned and all kinds of like stuff for the orcs, which was badass to me. But it's like, what are you doing, kid? What are you installing on my damn computer? Like, so, yeah. <laughs> right? So, kid over here worshiping Satan, playing Pokemon. Yep, yep. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this was a big part of my childhood. So, I when I heard that they were going to launch, when they were going to remaster this game, and it was going to be, uh. uh up-to-date modernized version of that game dude i was so stoked me and my old buddies were messaging they're like yo here we go dude they did such a good job with starcraft like they can't go wrong and then what we got delivered was just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and their attitudes in this whole thing just it's mind-boggling how different blizzard seems to be from what they were even a couple years ago to what they are now it's just blows my mind guys yeah and like on top of that angry it's like whenever you take away people's ability to just play the original version if they didn't want reforged there was no point in that like that 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 was just like a big slap in the face like trying to like force people onto the new you know version of the game or whatever but it's you know classic doing that is just a slap in the face because it gave them more problems than they already had you know absolutely and then also the the creative side of stuff where in the old game, you if you guys remember, there was tons of little mini versions of the game that came out from just users creating these amazing... That's where Dota came from. I mean, there's some incredible yeah, it was, stuff. Uh, well, it was a custom game mode, right? Yep, yep. So there was like incredible... And they got screwed. Blizzard got screwed because they didn't get the rights to that. But I understand why they locked it down and made all everything ours. If you make it on this, it's ours. It belongs to us. But like the way they included it into their end user license agreement is just what do you what do you think they should whoa. do with that? Like if like say for example you have a game like you know like this or you have a game like Fallout where you know people are making mods or whatever and they want to make it officially part of the game because everyone loves it, right? Do you think that should be a thing where they should have something in their you know policy where it's like hey if we decide to pick you up you can make you know ten percent of the profits or, you know, some kind of deal, right? Like, you think that's like a better way to go about this or because, I think, them, I think because be... them just like claiming ownership to 
an idea that someone else created, you know, that's kind of shady just being like, well, it's our game. You made content based off of our game, you know? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that that could go into a whole nother topic in and of itself for the simple fact that, like, we could talk about DayZ. We could talk about mm-hmm. um, all those games, you know, that are made as mods of another game mm-hmm. and end up becoming standalone, right? Well, DayZ was a mod of Arma 3, right? Yeah, or Arma 2. So Arma so, should get all those profits, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a that's definitely another well, topic. I don't know. I do, I do podcast, think. Yeah. It? Well, I mean, it, it could be, but it's there's no problem with like talking a little bit about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like honestly, for me personally, I think the people that came up with those ideas and made it something that even adds more to the game, they should get something from it too. Um, because you know, if it wasn't for them, right? Like they're part of that process. It's not all just you know the person that made the game. It's also the people that are coming up with the ideas and the. You know, putting things together for whole new game modes or, you know, mods or whatever. You know, I think yeah. those people deserve something for all their work. But I have a great analogy for that. I built this table with nails and wood made by different companies. The nail and wood companies now own my table and they can do with it what they want. I mean, that that uh, on a most basic level, that's basically what you're saying, right? Is like it was our lumber... Game- you know, yeah, it was our product that you made it from. You could also say the same thing of like, hey, I made a whole movie with or like a YouTube video with this camera. So now the camera guys own your video because you use their equipment. Yeah. You couldn't do without them. Yeah. You know, and that's what I see it like because a lot of people came up with their own assets and things like that for a lot of these mods and stuff. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like they owned all of the content that was put into like. And then where do you draw the line? Because then you come to the point where it's like uh, not just the table. It's already been yeah, so like, down by Activision. This is now, definitely now all the food that you put on the table is now owned by the company. Right. Yeah. Everybody this is this is definitely the farmer this... owns my family because he <laughs> provided the food. Though. Yeah. No. Got him. <laughs> but this is definitely, I think, a a, a bigger thing that is going to end up happening more with the industry as people create content and things push forward in the future with PC gaming because you know obviously modding has been a big big part of PC's history. It's been one of the major uh, drawing factors, I think, in, in my opinion, of playing on PCs, you had all the extra content from the people that love the games, you know? I mean, all the way from the back in the day when I used to play, like, puzzle maps on Half-Life. At some point, like, these talks are going to have to happen of, like, how how, how we're going to be reasonable. It's kind of like the stuff going on YouTube with people cop- copywriting videos made on their games and stuff. Because, like, every, every beat, everything has been used in music. This talk has already happened in the music industry because there's nowhere else to go. It's like, do we just start paying everybody for everything that's already been made? Or do we just let people be people without obviously cop, you know, make their stuff without obviously copying our work? <laughs> I know this conversation is like a deep, 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 deep hole, but like, I kind of like how Microsoft's been handling a lot of the small developers and stuff that are coming up with unique ideas by just like, hey, sign idea them, see what Microsoft they can do. Idea yeah, Microsoft, yeah, sign them, see what you guys Get someone a job and let other people experience what they want to share because it can only make the market better. Right. No. I think it's really clever. Did you have anything else, uh, thoughts on uh, what what's going on here, Angry? <laughs> well, I mean, you and I have, have had small conversations in the past. I'm not really um, a fan of most remasters. That doesn't mean I don't like remasters as mm-hmm. a whole. I just, I just, most of them, I feel like they lose their originality. The company forgets the respect that they had towards their original achievement and just does the second one for the green or what they can get out of it. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where nothing is inherently bad, you know what I mean? Like, there are situations in which I think, you know, like, loot boxes are acceptable or whatever. You know, this is just an analogy, but it's like, and there are some certain situations where it's like, you look at, 
you know how people how people approach it and general generally like loot boxes tend to be like uh you know egregious and stuff like that so they have a more bad connotation so whenever you look at the way that you see you know how people are dealing with like remastering games or remaking them or whatever you know you're just like man another one that they're just gonna you know not do shit with you know you know and that's and that's fair you know so logan what do you got oh boy do i have a lot here let me pull up this (laughs) Plus document is like, hey so, guys, if you want my book, about... you can find it on Amazon. <laughs> Shut the f- um, no Audible's fuck Amazon. I mean, what? Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> as we talked about, it's the worst reviewed Blizzard game of all time. Like, no Blizzard game has done this. Bad. I don't think there's a single Blizzard game that has done under eighty on Metacritic. And critics alone screw them. Whatever. It's the user scores that I care about. And when it comes to the user score, this is the worst user scored Blizzard game in history. It's worse than Diablo three when Diablo three had a bunch of problems. There's this thing that everyone talked about, and we talked about it a little bit. It's called Blizzard Polish. Like, yeah, the game's going to take a while, but at least it has this Blizzard Polish. Like, you can expect a good game. That did not happen this time around. This Blizzard Polish statement doesn't doesn't mean anything. Throughout this whole thing, I kind of, I'm still kind of salty with the whole China thing, with them taking a bunch of money and then, like, shutting people up that don't agree with a country's cultural political views because they give a lot of money, a corporation that is based out of there. I don't agree with that. Who cares what they're based out of? If they want to take your money away because of something as simple as that, let them. Don't do business with them because otherwise you're just, they're just going to keep doing it in the future. I mean, also, it's just compounding on the problems and giving another, uh, people another reason yeah, to yeah. say, I'm not going to buy anything else from Blizzard. You know, like, look yeah. at how quickly things changed with the every basically every decision that, you know, Bethesda's made over the past, like, two years. It's, it's been atrocious. Yeah. And then um, you got to also remember the reviews on Metacritic from the critics themselves, like the game reviewers, they were pretty good. Like they were not bad reviews. And a lot of them didn't talk about the broken stuff, which goes back into that whole thing where like, do these people even play the games they're reviewing? Like what, what is going on here? They, they look at the, the BlizzCon 2018 footage and they're like, yeah, this is a good game. Let's write a, a good article about it. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, all these companies have lower review scores or they change their reviews or things have been edited because, you know, they, they want to, appease the masses and stuff like that, which I think is dumb. It's like, if you thought it was a good game, stick to it. Like BG247 did. I mean, this is an amazing game. And it's like, if they think that, let them think that who cares. This is a problem that compounds on itself though, Logan, like you, this doesn't only happen in the game industry. Look at the movie industry too, man. It doesn't matter how bad a movie actually is or like how much they screw things up. Like if, if a Marvel movie came out and it was objectively bad, right? Like objectively bad as in like, they did a terrible job. The CG looks like it's like years old and like, you know, the plot literally makes no I sense. Have, and they just threw yeah. it together. People would still give a good reviews because these people are so worried about being the first person to say, say something about it and to not get blast blacklisted by these companies that they'll do that, that you, oh, yeah, you yeah, hardly yeah. see a fucking, uh, you, well, you because... hardly see a, a bad critic review, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So here's the reason why, and I know that is because people like MXR, he does MXR mods, stuff like that. He has YouTube channels. He did some bad review stuff about some Bethesda games. He talked bad about them. They blacklisted him. He didn't get first early copies, didn't get to go to events, stuff like that. And that's just, he's just a random YouTuber that said he had issues with certain things in the game. He didn't say the game was trash and had un, like his, his views weren't unbased or anything. Like the evidence was in the gameplay. And so it was real, tangible, and they still blacklisted. So, yeah, I see where you're coming from, and I agree with that. That is happening more and more in the industry, and it, it's, well, it's bad. People need to be more honest about games. I had this uh, Ars Technica. They wrote their piece about it, and this is a comment I pulled from that, and this is the person's comment, so I'm going to start here. 
This is calling me crazy, but maybe, just maybe, the goodwill generated by a community's first Worldcraftery reforged attitude would outweigh the slim chance that another Dota slips out of Blizzard's profit-generating hands. And then he has a little sub-note. Remember, 99% of all of Warcraft 3's community-generated content was confusing and opaque stuff. Like, most of it didn't mean anything. It didn't, uh, didn't come to nothing. or It didn't make anything of itself, which goes back to, for me personally, is Activision. I don't think this is Blizzard's fault, particularly. I think it's their parent company. Because they are so afraid of another Dota coming up from underneath their hands that they could make money on. They said, fuck the fans of the first game. We're just going to do this, this, and this, and have this here as a placeholder and get rid of the old game. So if they try to make new mods, guess what? Dota 3 comes, or D- Dota 10 well, comes Well, yeah, now they, now they literally can. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that, that halts ingenuity and creativity, and it just hurts the industry as a whole. Because now no one will use their products like they used to. Uh, to make anything with because they don't care because the company is just money hungry. And that, I, that is the I, wrong attitude to have. Yeah, I would say that that point of view makes a lot of sense to me. I want to talk about the refund process a little bit too. So originally, you could not refund this game at all. Like even if you didn't play a lot, like you still had to go through customer service and they could still say no and all this bullshit and blah, blah, blah. Then they started refusing people from places like the state of Wisconsin and the country of Australia. You yep. literally can't do that. In Wisconsin, there's a 30-day policy. If someone doesn't like something in 30 days, they can return it. You cannot say no. Otherwise, that's against the law. Australia, if a product doesn't meet what it's at, what it advertises, you have to refund it legally. There's nothing you can do. Other companies like Steam and uh, Fortnite and other places like this, they, they've lost that battle in court. So what did Blizzard think was going to happen? They would lose in court. So now it's been updated. It's an automated refund process. So if you request a refund, no questions asked, you just get your refund, which is good. But at the same time, it, sh- it should have never had to get to that point. But it did because of their treatment of the community. The people who play their games that they sell their products to, they treat like dirt, like they're just peasants, and you don't treat your, your player base like that. The customers. Man, I, th- I think, honestly, we're not seeing enough negative repercussions recu- on the legal side for these companies that, like, at this point, it is extremely hard to argue, no matter how much you may like Warcraft 3 or Fallout 76, that... It was absolutely false advertising. You know what I mean? Well, it, it it goes back to like I can't think of the name of the movie. Oh man, it's got Denzel Washington in it. But he's like, it's it, it's not what happened. It's what you could prove in court, right? And right. These yeah. big big companies, like, and that's true in today. That that statement is true. And these big companies have these giant lawyers that are paid seven eight figures a year. You know that can fight these and find loopholes and this, that, and the other. And that's the big challenge. It's, you know, stick it to the man and stuff. Well, that ain't going to work. It's just not. Yeah. But we also have, have to make funds. sure that we're not sticking it to the man for the sake of, you know, sticking it to the man. And I, yeah, I think yeah. you're, I think you're right. Um, it's one of those things where the best thing that we can do as consumers well, is well, continue well, to talk about it. And, you know, continue like working toward it because there are there uh, there's got to be some something else that we can do from here to try and keep these things from happening. Because these companies, obviously, at this point, they know that they can basically get away with anything. um, And we got to make sure that they know that they're making a product for us. You know what I mean? And and Logan says this a lot. Um, So to quote Logan here. Right. One of the big things that we can do as consumers is talk with our wallets. Yeah, no, absolutely. It really upsets it. us that much, you know? Like, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I talk about all the don't time. Don't pay for it, you know? like, And that's how we're going to communicate. That is the quote-unquote way to stick it to the man or stick it to the big boss is to just not buy it. 
But again, going back to the refund stuff and letting you continue to talk, Logan, sorry. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. So it, you can't stick it to them if you won't give you your money back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can't. And that, that's, that's a problem. Companies are allowed to be assholes and there's no protections against the consumer. It's like that in Canada right now with the uh, used and new car market. It's atrocious. And that's what the game market reminds me of today right now is it's just like that market. And I'm not one for government regulations on stuff like this. But at this point, somebody has to step in because it's getting out of hand. Yeah, and, at some point, there has to be some kind of mediation. Yep, someone who has more power than I do, because who am I to a big-ass corporation like uh, Blizzard or Activision? Nobody. Well, right now, the only people that even police the game companies are themselves. Yes. They created yeah. their own board, didn't they? The yeah, ESRB. ESRB, I mean. Yeah, it's created by the gaming industry to appease parents. That's all it was. It's not an actual government review board, which is fine. But at the same time, it's they've done an all right job, but it's just an example of this industry and how big and powerful they are. But, I mean, yeah, um, you have to remember that at the end of the day, um, the gaming industry now is the biggest entertainment in the industry by far, or in the world by far. In the world. Yep. yep. So um, another thing is we talked about a little bit, but the old game is gone. It's just a GPU slider option or whatever in, in the options. The custom game is removed from the plas- classic mode, showing us another example of it was a. Uh, made specifically in the event when their Dota 2 came out. That's it. And that's kind of pathetic if you ask me. This is all Activision's fault, I believe, because they want they wanted to protect their assets. They didn't want people to keep making stuff with their old game because up until this game came out, you could still play the old game and do whatever you wanted with it and yep. make mods and things like that. So at the end of the day, because of that, the people who are going to be blamed might be the developers, even though it's Activision's fault. And I guarantee people are going to lose jobs over this, even though it wasn't their fault. They were probably working on a product they knew was a money grab. And what kind of enthusiasm are your employees going to have for something like that? None. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to add something to that, man. Like we got to stop blaming the developers and the guy that you call it help desk for the fucking problems that you have. Like, it's not their fault. The majority of these developers are just doing their job and they're working their asses off, man. Like yeah, it's, 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 cause... it's the corporatization oh, it, of the game it industry. Happens. Coming from a guy who oh, literally no. has to tell devs every day when they're like, this is a bad idea. And I'm like, I know, but it's not our call. Yep. Yep. You, know? you love it. The people who actually do the work, who probably have the most experience, the professionals. I say this a lot at my job, too. You hire the professional to do the job. Why don't you trust them with anything else other than being a, a keyboard monkey or a ticket warrior or something else? The other derogatory names people come up with for people who just sit at a computer all day. Well, because it, that's what executives view people who do this job as: is pathetic, waste of space people that just accomplish a task for you. Yeah, yeah I mean warrior? they're they're Resources. just a, they're just a means to an end to increase profits the next year, and that's that's a major part of this entire issue with the way the game industry is headed in a lot of ways. I'm not saying the entire gaming industry, obviously there's a lot of people doing great things. Um, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> right, exactly. But you, the corporatization of the industry in, in this way is it's become only about um, making more profits than last year, than re- making enough money to continue going on with extra, which they make so much. It's insane. I don't know if you guys know, but EA in the last quarter, in the last quarter alone, made a billion dollars on microtransactions alone. A billion dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, That's huge. Vote, vote with your wallet, guys, is all I'm saying. Like I always say, if you don't like this stuff, don't buy their microtransactions. Don't, don't deal with them. If you're tired of these things happening, you have to stop spending feed your, your like If you want to buy microtransactions, feed into a game that's actually continuously putting out content and making a good game that 
cares about the you know the consumers like Anger yeah. was saying like this is an anti-consumer issue and so I, the one last thing i have to say is the joke i talked about earlier and it's their score did jump up 0.1 points which is funny because the only thing i can think of at that point is uh how many chinese bots do they get from their uh overlord investors to help pump up that score i mean who would even review this game good like somebody trying to validate their purchase is the only thing i can think of you know what i mean i mean there might be people who generally like it it, As it, seen, it would take a lot, a lot of cognitive dissonance you know what i mean but i feel like personally and that's it that's all i got for uh things that i've noticed by doing research reading and uh, watching videos on this whole topic because on, i'm not an avid friends. warcraft player i played it a little bit back in the day um but it's what got me into world of warcraft because like world of warcraft is so much cooler because it's like online with all these people and blah 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 so i quickly switched over to world of warcraft after playing warcraft a little bit um but i can say for sure that um i won't be playing this new version of the game and actually because i don't play world of warcraft anymore this was the push i needed to finally uninstall the uh, blizzard launcher from my computer oh man i i, I really really badly mentioned to be good but I, I i dude you have no idea how bad i was how bad what the new expansion for wow no i know all about that that's a whole different topic about all yeah, of that. Yeah. i love how you didn't mention What's the one where you built your like fortress and stuff? What expansion was that? That was um Warlords of Draenor. Warlords. Did you play Warlords? I did, but um, I don't think you mentioned it, which is uh, kind of ironic it, because it's probably one of the worst ones I think personally. Well, it wasn't real. They retconned it, didn't they? Did they? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Are you serious? Oh, uh, not, not not legitimately, but they oh. they ignored it from the, their own story. Wow. Okay, here we go. Well, I just I have another reason to not install the Blizzard launcher again because I won't be playing that anytime soon. That's a horrible expansion. Class <laughs> expansion I play, dude. Sorry. That's what pushed Le- me away. Legion brought me back, dude. Legion brought me back because it felt like Burning Crusade. It was wonderfully yeah, done. I played the and new Illidan. class and then I, I dropped it. Tom, what do you got for us? So I never played Warcraft 3 back in the day. Um, I did play some RTSs, uh, which if I'm not mistaken, that's what Warcraft 3 was, was an RTS. Played a lot of StarCraft, stuff like that back in the day, but I never got into the Warcraft. I did play a lot of WoW, um, as, you know, Dingus and Logan, we all played together WoW. Yep, yep. Most of the research I did was from an outside perspective, right? And there was a lot of heated conversation on this topic, obviously, right? There's there's people who are upset about it. And it, it was good for me to be able to look in and be like, hey, this is my outside perspective. Someone who really doesn't care. I'm going to be honest. Like, I could care too, too, you know hoots less about a new warcraft 3 remake why because i'll never buy it right i'll never play it it doesn't interest me to me it looked like the exact same game i didn't see any change in art like art at all like there wasn't a drastic change obviously like yes there was a change and it was an improvement but it wasn't like drastic the gameplay seemed very similar like from an outside perspective of someone who doesn't care and is not emotionally tied to this game i am emotionally tied to like remasters and remakes and stuff but to this game i could care less and it just seemed like the same game to me what makes this valuable and then we get into the stuff we already talked about on the stream right i mean you could easily argue it's a worse game but they're they're charging full price for it right Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken it is full price is it not the the stuff i looked at and interesting enough you have to realize you're coming from the outside and I didn't even mention all the broken things of the game. If you heard about that, you'd be less enthusiastic about this game whatsoever. Yeah. It's like they, when you do a remake or a remaster or whatever have you, right, whatever you want to call it, which 
again, we haven't defined what the two were, and I'm sure we're going to here shortly. But when you're doing when you're doing a, a remaster of a game, right? It's assumed that you're going to fix at least the bugs. And from what I can tell, they didn't even do that. Nope, this game had they, a bug in the original. They <laughs> added more. I don't think they even like, acknowledged that it had bugs. It had the same bugs as the original. They had the same bugs in and they added more, which obviously with newer systems, you're going to get newer bugs, right? Because it's more yeah, complex. Granted, that's, but, that's, yeah. but still, like, and then how long did fans wait for this game to come out? Like, I mean, uh, it, got it got announced. Like, well, it got announced two years ago, but the original Warcraft 3 release, how, 17 years, right? 2002. Yeah, so, yeah, like so 17, 18 years. 18 years, yeah. Yeah. There's just no excuse for that. There really is no excuse for that. And I understand why people are upset. I'm not because I don't care about that game. Well, but, especially a like, game with the kind of legacy that this game has, not only mm-hmm. in of itself, but in of the Warcraft universe. To to me, looking at the artwork as an outside perspective, it looked like they took characters from WoW, not not the 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 classic reboot that they just did, which I really enjoyed. They took characters from the old WoW when I played it back when it was new, back before they had like Death Knights and stuff. And put them into this game. And we're like, yeah, this is new and improved. Um, no. Like, if you're going to update the artwork, update the damn artwork. You like, are, uh, you're not the only one who said that, by the way. If you look at some comments on Yeah, it, it definitely it looks, exactly it definitely, like, while there's definitely an enhancement there, it definitely looks like the most minimal enhancement they could have done to get things to, you know, a bottom line, you know? What do you expect from an unenthusiastic game group? Because I know it's a money grab. I'm pretty certain in the post it said that the Warcraft theme was very enthused to work on this game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, let's, let's, let's not shout the I'm not, I'm saying if you need help, blink twice. Didn't at one point they mention that they took uh, resources away from Blizzard while they were working on it? They cut the budget or something? Like some, at that, some that, point that, in the last so, two years, there was a big cut from uh, Blizzard's resources. They were, like, moving everyone around. Like that happened. I I don't remember exactly when, but Blizzard cut what was it like eight six or eight hundred people, maybe even more. Oh, let me find that out. happens a lot of, a lot of funding time, too. That happens no. all the time in the game industry. But, so like, yeah. yeah, it makes big news, and yeah, it could have affected the launch of this game. But in all reality, it's a daily thing in the game industry. But at the same time, you have to remember the the attitudes slash the willingness to work in the game from the people who are there. They see all this stuff going around, going on around them. How are they going to act? Do you think they're Oh, yeah. No, no. I I 100% like I see that shit firsthand in my job. Right. So like we have developers whose best friend gets laid off, fired, whatever have you, someone they brought on. Right. And or someone brings on someone else. That person they brought on does better than the person that brought them on and they replace them. And they just they automatically like are burned out. (laughs) Like immediately, oh, well, uh, we did. we did that. We let a dude go who that's brought crazy. someone else on because the person he brought on was better. Oh damn! I would say that's that's funded. their fault at that point. But like, but yeah, so, no, it does lead to animosity towards your company, and absolutely. you're not being as productive. I absolutely, and I mean, I could go on and on about the game industry and how you know that's that's jacked. But just to refocus on you know the topic at hand, because I know we've got we're going to be talking more on the remasters and remakes here shortly. Yeah. Um. As far as Warcraft 3 is concerned, I would have never even cared slash known about it slash realized it was a remake if I was watching it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. If there hadn't been such a stink about it, because it's pointless to me. Like it's it's the what they did was wasted effort. And if I was mm-hmm. the developer, 
I would not even put that game on my resume. Thank you. That's yeah, I like that. Like that's that's literally how I mean, bad. Touche. Yeah. As they so, say in the industry, uh, got him. That that's <laughs> that that's as far as I'll go because again, I never played the game. I haven't played the remaster. No, you good. It's understandable, but, dude. But like from an outside perspective, like this is just sad. Like it's it, you guys have covered a lot of the stuff, so like I had more stuff, yeah. but you guys covered most of it, and I don't want to beat a dead horse. Right, right. For me, just a couple footnotes because basically I'm right with you guys, and you guys have said a lot of stuff. I wanted to say I a lot of this. I think it has to do with the um, the acceptance of just putting out you know games that are unfinished and that promise that they're going to fix the game at a later point. So companies are like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, like kind of like we said, well, I'll go like, oh, it's it's fine if we do this because, you know, if we work over time and we work hard and we, you know, post in our forums about how we care about the game, then it's going to be okay. And it's like, no, we need to stop this and we need to like launch games that are complete. And if you want to have a yeah. game as a service, then you need to put out a complete game first and then continue to deliver on top of that. That's what a games yeah. as a service game should be. When that, and that's cut, like cut and that's dry. that's another problem. That's another problem, right? With like the the big differences, right? Seventeen year difference. Back when War Warcraft three came out, you launched what you launched, and that's what you launched. Got him right. Which today's world? Well, no, we'll just do a hot fix day one. The day one patch. I love the fact that Sea of Thieves actually gave you a patch for playing on day one that has a one. Yeah, on that it was it's, pretty funny. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious because. They they went into the whole fact that it's now common thing in the industry that oh it's okay if we launch this broken we'll just send a hot fix hell no and all based on all the stuff I was watching just ask like, time, people man. were okay with waiting another month so and I yes, know thank you yeah exactly and uh, I know that Tom and you guys are probably gonna agree with me on this surely but like it like a game doesn't have to be perfect we're not asking for perfect games because games are gonna ship with bugs no matter what especially when we're talking about a lot of the games that are si- the size of games today. You know what I mean? It's going to mm-hmm. happen, and that is fine. But don't give us a, a game like Anthem that it literally has like no content, or you know, and then be like, "All right, you we're had gonna... to go there, didn't you?" It's, wow. No, it's really the fucking case. Like that's what it is, man. Like until these companies see that this is not okay by us continuing to like let them know, you know, we gotta, we gotta refund these games and until, until this continues to happen a few more times and they get a reality check, we're going to keep having this happen. And as long, especially, especially when these kind of games come out and people continue to just over time, continue spending money on them. Let me, let me, let me put this in the most simple way possible. Okay. I'm gonna put this in the best layman's terms I can. If you are paying for the Fallout 76 monthly pass, you're part of the problem. You are. I know people who are. You're part of, they're part just, of the problem with the industry. They are. You're right. Like you because what you're doing is you're you're promoting that as is it, that's okay. And it's not. It becomes a standard. Like right. people the the companies are like, "Oh, people still like this. Okay. Well, the standards can go down." Like I said, No Man's Sky should not be the template. It should be better than that. What that should be the should exception. Be the Yes, and it happens rarely. People yeah. are willing to wait. CD Projekt Red pushed back Cyberpunk, and you want to know what? I'm happy about that because I'd rather have them push it back than play a game that I'm pissed off about, like any other other of these new games that come out today that just are broken. Yeah, and over time for these games that people love, like you know Warcraft or other you know worlds, over time these people are paying more than three times the market value for a base game. So it's like yeah. it's more than reasonable to ask for these things to happen. You know what I mean? 
it, yeah. it, it's completely reasonable. That's pretty pretty much my thoughts on this. I don't want to see her and beat a dead horse. We've pretty much covered yeah, everything we can on go this. On it forever, it could be pretty negative with all the stuff. We yeah, and I don't up. want to be negative. I really so look here at the end of the day. Yes, this is a fuck up, and this continues to happen more and more, especially in the AAA industry, which is where it should be happening the least. Because at least in the indie space, I can accept a company like you know Clay Entertainment putting out an unfinished game because they're actually going to finish it. And we can trust them to do that because they yeah. actually need the money to work on the game. Like stuff like that is fine, right? But when it comes to the AAA space, there's no reason for this to be the the norm. You know, something like Blizzard. No, me wrong. Blizzard will always have a a special place in my heart because a lot of their games have turned me who I am today when it comes to what games I like and don't like. Yeah, but you're 100 percent right. I mean, they like, literally they set the standard for MMO and what should actually be a game as a service. They I did. know, dude. <laughs> so many other games follow that template. It's, it's, it's so I I always find it ironic when we talk about games as a service that Blizzard is really like one of the only ones to ever do it in the long term and do it well. Like, yeah, they've had fuck ups. Yeah, they've had bad DLCs, like Angry said, that people didn't care for. But they actually provided continuous content and there was enough variety in the game to keep people coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a game as a service that you can continue to pay money for. And I'm more than happy to do that with, with video games. I'm more than happy to do that. But you got to continue to deliver. And you got to put out a, a finished product to begin with. With that, let's move on to the next section. So with all the stuff going on with uh, Warcraft 3 and all that, uh, talking about it being a remaster, uh, we're going to talk about some, uh, some things going on with like remakes and remasters and all that. So uh, first, let's start off by defining remake versus remaster. For our purposes tonight, regardless of how you may view remasters or remakes, the definitions that we're going with is a remaster is basically a re-released version of a game that has that is still basically on the same engine. It's got the updated graphics. Maybe they turn up textures and all that because now they have better hardware to play it on. Like the Xbox One, they enhance it. Or the PS4 Pro. Or maybe they re-release uh, the the game later on PC with some kind of like the or I don't know if Ori did it, but like they had the definitive edition or something, stuff like that. Like re-releases is basically what it would be, uh, where you can do more with the graphics and and the game can look better and maybe run better. A remake is going to be a complete from the ground rebuild the game to actually fix some of the problems with the game and bring it into the new era. Okay. So for remaster, an example of a remaster would be like Jack and Daxter or uh, what's The Last of Us on PS4. Or and a remake would be like Crash Bandicoot uh, Reignited Trilogy or Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, so stuff like that. That's Those are going to be your remakes versus your remasters. What are your thoughts, Angry, about remakes and remasters? <laughs> Let's get into it. Hit it hard. Um, as, as I said before, if the game or if the company making the game values and focuses on keeping the integrity of the, what made that game good, then I'm okay with a remaster or a remake so far. That seems like it's few and far between resident evil two. I saw people playing it I, because of how skeptical I am these days of these games, because you can't trust critics and anything. It's all word of mouth and like what you see yourself. Right. Uh, I didn't buy it, but I did get to watch people playing it. And I was very impressed with, with the remake of that game. Absolutely thrilled that the third one is coming out. I'm going to try and get my hands on that one, but I, I don't know, man. Remasters. They just, 
if they're done right and they respect their community, they've so far they've been pretty good, but it's, it's uh, few and far between. I don't know. I think it's I'm, one of I'm those things like... where for a long time, uh, all we really got were, re, uh, you know, remasters. We got them a lot for a long time, especially with, uh, you know, different consoles launching and like putting the game on the new console. It was remastered. They turned up anti-aliasing and textures a little bit. The game may have ran at a little bit better frame rate just because of the fact that the, you know, the hardware was stronger and that was it, you know, and that happened a lot, a lot. Like, you see a lot of relaunched PS4 titles that were PS3 games, and that's exactly what they did, like Jack and Daxter, you know? And specifically, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Resident Evil, specifically Resident Evil 2, because I think it, it's probably one of... I think it's honestly one of the best examples of a full... Not, I, feel, like, I almost want to call that... Um, it's more than a remaster, because it it not only goes back and fixes some things that are wrong but it also genuinely brings the game into a new era and changes things for, you know, yeah. uh, that the, the definitely the whole, should have been the whole that. The scheme was the, different. Right. Make, change, make it better. Right. I mean, the, the game is, is now, it's, it's, well, again, it's not based on, set based on our regulations. Mm-hmm. Like, they changed the control scheme, thus they changed something that is a remake, not a remaster. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's also yeah. a different engine, so... Yeah. It's a complete the reason, rebuild. It's yeah, I mean, I would call it basically almost like a re- reimagining, though, because it goes above and re- beyond what, like, a remaster even has been. You know what I mean? I think it really kind of, like, sets the standard for what a, rem- a remake should do, in my opinion. Can I give some context to that real quick? In yeah. In terms of that game alone, that is the game that Heather and I played together where I watched her play the game, and I was giving her advice, and we were talking about where things were at and figuring stuff up, out, stuff out. That is the most fun I've had playing a non-co-op or a, a co-op non-co-op game in forever. So, just for context, if you guys don't know, we'll show a little bit of uh, Resident Evil Two here on the screen. Oh, uh, the the original here <laughs> on the right and the remake on the left. The the difference, obviously, graphically is insane. As you can see, Resident Evil Two uh, originally it was a fixed camera mode, and they they completely went with a full uh, third person over the shoulder. Uh, and it, and it's not just stuck in one point of view. Like it will change a little bit, obviously when you zoom in and all that, it's got like the full on new gen, like way better camera systems is obviously we learned more about cameras with video games and all that. I don't, did they do a lot with the menus? Cause I didn't play the original resident evil two. Is it different or is it either. similar? Did they changed the menu much when it came to both these games from the uh-huh. new one from I believe they're a lot more. I believe they're a lot more streamlined. Uh, from what I've seen, most people don't really spend a lot of time in the menu. They're moving really quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed it changed a little bit. It's just, I didn't. The old one I played a little bit as a child, and the new one, who was it? Leon. You played Leon, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went all throughout his story, and uh, like I said, one of the best experiences I've had currently in this generation of video games. And not only that, but honestly, for me personally, um, while I haven't hundred percent of this game yet because I did it for my Halloween stuff last year, I have to say it's probably one of the best like horror experiences I've ever had in a video game. It was but things so can sneak well done. up on you now. You you don't you can can't see behind you so yeah. things can sneak up on you. Yeah, the so scariest part about that game was the camera angle. <laughs> Angry, what else? You got anything else you want to say about remakes or remasters or like uh, um, examples? Examples of good or bad uh, ones that you had? No, I'm at a loss right now. <laughs> there's You're this, good. there's some really good ones. There's some. I'm kind of still on the fence about a lot of them. Uh, I don't really play them very often because. As I said before, I'm I'm a skeptic hardcore when it comes to it. a lot of the games well, it, that they've been remastering are from when I was younger. So 
there's a certain place in my heart for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I'll I'll just jump in and kind of set the ground here. So for me personally, I would say that remasters tend to be pointless unless it's something that looks so dated that a remaster um, on it, like, and it's going to basically going to end up being a remake. You know what I mean? You know, something like that is something that's really going to bring it into a point where it doesn't really need to be touched anymore. And it can be the definitive way to, you know, play the game. I feel like that's the whole point. And at the end of the day, I think remasters tend to kind of be pointless just on a basis of what they are, um, because you actually get, you know, updated control schemes and, you know, hopefully you get, you know, games being actually fixed, um, you know, not being as buggy. Because like we said before, a lot of these older games that would actually deserve a remaster, they look and control a lot more. They, they look and control a lot more dated, you know? Yeah. Final what? Fantasy X was another uh, remaster that I think did very well. Yeah, they did very good with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun. Goofing I still haven't finished that game, I swear to God, one of these days. But... I mean, the difference can be stark in, you know, emulating something on a, a PC even and having, like, full crisp picture, you know what I mean? It can be it can be a stark yeah. difference. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Heather has some uh, breaking information here. Can you say that again? Uh, so the Final Fantasy X, like, HD remaster is the Japanese version. It's what we didn't get in America when it originally came out for PlayStation 2. What the fuck is like, happening? They're, like, so I played the PlayStation 2 version. Like, there are bosses that were missing, special events, all that shit. Oh, so they actually added new content to the remaster. Yeah. Or new to us. It's yeah, like, new to us, yeah. Number- Interesting. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like, a lot of these... I mean, I'm okay with, like, them doing the whole Xbox One Enhanced. The, the main reason why I'm okay with that is if it's something that you don't have to purchase. If it's a game that came out two years ago and you're remastering it, if I were on the game, you shouldn't expect me to rebuy the game. Yep. You know, uh, like a $2 purchase or something. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of crazy. What, um, you wouldn't buy a Destiny 2 remaster? <laughs> no. So <laughs> needs a remaster. <laughs> but, so, I mean, like, Xbox, if you look at Xbox Enhanced, I think one of the best things that they've done, if you look at a stark contrast, I don't know if anybody has seen Morrowind on Xbox. For, it was on the original Xbox, so if just you play, the, just the visuals though, right? Right. So if you look at the if you look at the game here, I'll show you guys. Look at the difference between uh, the original graphics. There's the Xbox One X, and it's running at 60 FPS flat. And this is something where, like, if you own the game on your backwards compatibility, you own Morrowind, you own a, a physical copy of it. This is not any extra money. You just get this. Holy shit! Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> and that is. I keep trying to click amazing. that X on your screen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stupid. That's a good example. Very good example. Yeah, very great example of a proper rem- uh, remaster, right? Because it- it's simple. It didn't cost you anything um, because you already own the game, and they let you just play it. And it's completely enhanced, sixteen times resolution, sixty FPS. Uh, it's 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 incredible. There's a stark difference, and you look at the frame rate dropping on the original Xbox. Playing at like twenty two FPS, dipping down to fourteen. the The difference is is crazy. So, yeah. let's see what else do I got here. So, speaking of speaking of Morrowind, this kind of goes in line with like the whole remakes and remasters, obviously. But if you guys don't know about the project Skywind or Sky Oblivion, uh, I was going to say there's more work put into those, honestly. It's not than in the new version of Morrowind. I'm actually I'm, I'm more wrong. excited for those at this it. moment than I am for Elder Scrolls Six with the way that Bethesda's been going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, it, it's pretty impressive. The only thing that sucks about that is obviously it's a small group of people and it takes them a long ass time to get anything done. Uh, so that is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that who and they run into they, don't they, they run into issues with like Bethesda and stuff all the time, don't they? That's what I was going to say. No one knows when Zenimax is going to decide, hey, today we want your money or want you to stop. Because what these companies do, we've seen this, is they'll look I at I think what it mostly has to do with voice actors too, doesn't it? Yeah, that too. But it's like when, they'll see what people are interested in. And like Nintendo's done this before and they'll send a cease and desist and then they'll make that exact thing they were making just worse than what the person was making. <laughs> Which is insane. <laughs> Another thing that I think is really cool, uh, if you guys, I don't know if you guys own any of them, but there are a few games that were like on the original Xbox that were re-released on Steam. These are like remasters, right? So if you guys know the games Voodoo Vents or yeah, Sphinx yeah. and the Cursed Mummy or, um, oh man. One. It's yours, plays a skeleton boy. I don't know any of these games. Enclave. Enclave is yeah. another one. It's an RPG. It's- these games look fucking fantastic and they play incredible on PC. It's awesome. It's super great. And they're not expensive. They're they're amazing titles that, that deserve some love. And it's great to be able to just have them in your Steam library and play them, you know. Another one that I give big props to is Wind Waker. Uh, super awesome. Is it Remake or Remaster? What do you guys consider Wind Waker? Oh, no, HD. Because they, they kind of, like, it plays better, right? From what I've seen. I, I'm yeah, watching Princess Hylaeum like play it. So. It's a better system, so it makes sense. They probably they updated the visuals, and I don't think they moved it to a different engine. They just, and if they did, they just kept everything the same and optimized it so it ran smoother. But it, then it again, the systems that. are newer. But either way, uh, Wind Waker, I think, is a good one. It did well, and it's it, it definitely looks and plays better. It, it looks amazing. On the flip side of that, yeah, I think for for remakes that shouldn't have been done, because obviously we know this game has been released way too many times, but Skyrim Special Edition is... Oh, my God. Pointless. It's literally... Skyrim for Amazon? Damn it, it was on my list. Yeah, but up. but it like it actually is a pointless remaster. It deserves no purpose. Remaster. Yeah, so the point of that remaster, which pisses me off, is like they baked in an E&B, and then it broke all your mods. So the mod community was just screwed over because of that. I still don't own it because the majority of my mods will not work with that game. It was it, it is a blight on Bethesda's remaster releases, and they should probably just delete it from the internet. As far as what I'm looking forward to, there are two specific titles, and I know I've never been a Final Fantasy like fanatic or anything, but I gotta say, I've been looking at playing Final Fantasy X uh, Remastered, uh, Final, 10 and 10 2. We've been I've been talking about that in chat. Um, yeah, do 10. But do 10. mostly, Final Fantasy VII. It looks like Ooh. it's going to be really good. I really have high hopes for it, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see a game... That to me, if you look at even just artistically, that game is so freaking dated. It is nuts. Um, I love that. Game. I can't I wait to see what they do with bringing that game into the new era. And I'm super excited for that. The other game I'm super excited for is Destroy All Humans. One of my favorite. <laughs> one of my I think favorite. That's how you played through that already oh. once, right? Well, so me and Logan played through most of it and we didn't save the entire time and it deleted our save because it doesn't save automatically. <laughs> So, but that game is super dated and to see it completely remade, it, lo- it looks insane. I'm super excited for that. That's, that's pretty much everything I have on, on remakes and remasters. Generally, obviously, you guys know my thoughts. That's, that's how I feel about it. I can't believe you missed a really big one. I probably, I probably did miss a couple. Go ahead and tell them with your, yours. What is your, it? It's your favorite franchise. Master Chief Collection, the new one. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, seeing all those games on PC running at 60 to 120 FPS is absolutely nuts unfortunately we're only getting one at a time and that, yeah, that that's sucks. the major reason i haven't even went into 100 percenting them all yet because i think i'm just gonna wait till they're all out but yeah. 
I, I do love it. It is amazing to play uh, Halo Reach, and it looks amazing. It plays amazing. It, it feels great. I love it. Do you want to know when that made me mad? Uh, the Dark Souls remaster. <laughs> Let's just bake in some DS fix real quick and then break a bunch of stuff. That used the to game work. was worse than the original release. Yeah. I just, I don't understand it. I don't yeah, understand it. Heather's right. There were way more cheaters in the remaster too. Like, did not learn from the first one? Like, come on, guys. Like, they, they literally could have just spent a little bit of extra time and just put Dark Souls 1 in the 3 engine and been done with it. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus is a really good one. I've actually never played um, Shadow of the Colossus, and I want to so bad, and I don't own it. Mm-hmm. I want to play it so bad. I played Ico. So uh, that PlayStation 3 sitting on the shelf behind you, that white one, yeah. it has that game installed on it, you know, Shadow of the Colossus, the remaster. So, uh, <laughs> you know. And then one that I thought was useless as well, some people might be very uh, opinionated on this, but was Omega Ruby and Omega Sapphire. I thought were pointless games that <laughs> came out of nowhere, and I was like... IGN would disagree with you. Okay, IGN, shut up. Well, um, I'm, I'm just saying, based on my I research, I, I thought it was like number two or some shit. Yeah, I was like, come on, guys, really, like... We need, we need something new or do something out of the box, not let's just make a better version of it. To be fair, Pokemon's just... been remaking the game for the past how many years? What <laughs> 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 those all be remakes? Look, don't get me wrong. I love Pokemon, but it's absolutely true. They've been making the same game forever. Yeah. True, I, true. I, I hard then, truth. Um, hard facts. Where's the hard to swallow pills meme? Someone put it on here. <laughs> a really good one that a lot of people always Bruh. forget about because it, nothing bad has been said about the game and it was good when it was out and then it quickly disappeared because it didn't have good PvP. At least I didn't think it had good PvP. It was Doom. They completely remade Doom from the ground up. It was... Um, yeah. It was... So, it had, Doom Doom 2016, sure. can you explain that? Is that... Was that like kind of like a resetting or like a relaunch remaster? No, it was, it was a remaster. It was a full... Or it was a remake, I mean. Yeah, because the story's remake. even different because like the story of the, the original Doom is different than this. Like in this one, you could even tr- kind of pull... Like if you don't look up lore and stuff, and I haven't... Well, I don't follow Doom's lore. That this is a continuation of the original games because... You were a demon slayer from before, and they imprisoned you. So, is that after the events of the first games? Is it a continuation? Like you don't really know. They kind of leave it kind of vague. Yeah. See, but, I um, played all of Doom 2016, um, and I have to say, as far as a, a game being polished, that's like the standard. Holy crap! Yeah. No, it's dude. Even it using very, very the Vulcan uh, API was amazing. Like it works better on my Windows PC than DirectX does, and DirectX mm-hmm. is a proprietary Windows product. Are you, yeah, I'm I, kidding I put, you like that. So when it when it comes to Doom, my only my only I guess caveat to it, and I think this has to do with, and this may be a whole other topic for another podcast, but well, I got to blow everyone's minds. Appreciate yep, that. No, I know. <laughs> I, I got I got it for PlayStation, right? And it forced me to use the touchpad, which pissed me the fuck off. It was like one of the extra buttons. Okay, so Logan, what were you saying about the multiplayer part of it? I did not like the PvP in Doom. I don't I think anyone it did. Stupid. It died super quick. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah, it, it, it felt good. It felt nice to play, but that's it. It just it, wasn't wasn't there wasn't substance. It, the the snap map stuff honestly just kind of felt boring too. And yeah, and like it just stuff, I don't know. Yeah. It just it felt weird with the Doom universe. It didn't feel good to me. Like it was yeah, a bunch you know, of random nonsense and like farming stuff where people would like farm XP and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it had some of those things that Halo used to have, like switching your armors around in different levels or different things you did give you different armors to switch to, which I liked that. That brought me back to the Halo days on Xbox. But <laughs> at the same time, I don't think it was worth it. And then um, I think that's it. Like, that, that I mean, really, there weren't any other ones that popped out to me. I mean, yeah, the Final Fantasy VII one I'm looking forward to, but it's not out yet, so I couldn't tell you. 
It keeps getting delayed, which could be a good or a bad thing, but we don't. Well, the reasons for getting delayed making me uh, worry about that game. I don't remember what the last reason was. The team quitting and uh, Wait, the, the, lead, what? the lead designer, creative designer or figurehead who's responsible for that game saying uh, he doesn't like the direction of trying to make it episodic. And there's uh, been so many. Oh, I hope they don't release game. it episodic. That's going to be garbage. That's, that's just that, a, that was like two years ago they announced that that it was going to be episodic. I and thought then, they scrapped that, though. They did because the dude quit. <laughs> yeah, that team's gone through hell. So that's, that's so why I'm, I'm very worried about that game. But it looks beautiful still. <sighs> I really like Final Fantasy VII, though. I hope it's good. Like, Event Children was like, it was an okay movie that some people thought was amazing. But, like, that's what Final Fantasy VII needs to look like and yep. feel like. The PSP game was fantastic. I hope they bring that kind of feel over to... Uh, not the Cerberus one, not the one where you first person shooter. I'm talking about the uh, the other one. I hope they make the game exactly the way it is, just to look like the new game. That the I mean, made. they could do that, and I would be okay with it, personally myself. But they're not going to sell that many copies, possibly. Then, and that's what they're looking at. Well, uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, they were talking about Final Fantasy being uh, where you could play it a couple different ways, depending on how what way you like to play Final Fantasy, Ooh, as shit, far as like uh, as far as like how the combat flow goes. Uh, he, he was talking about that at E3. Am I wrong? You might be right. It sounds familiar, but I... Well, we'll have to double check on that. So uh, with that, Tom, what do you got for uh, remakes and remasters? Which ones you like, dislike, why? So the first one that pops out to me, Rare Replay, right? Let, let's just start with that. So I am a huge, huge fan of Conker's Bad for Day. Huge, oh. huge fan. The N64 game originally. Right? I need to 100% was, that. It, it was literally a game where you were a drunk squirrel half the time that was trying to get with your girlfriend who was a bunny rabbit, a tall bunny rabbit. And like the puns are there, like your matrix at some point, And like, it's just, it's a really, really good game. And it was really fun. It's basically just bar. think of Banjo Kazooie, but it's right. wacky and raunchy. Exactly. Like extremely raunchy. And the best part is it looks like a kid's game. So I could get away with it as a kid. Where my parents yeah. didn't realize that I was it's playing. It's like, oh, it's just a cute game. little squirrel playing around with bees and honey, and it's like, no. Nah, why does that flower have tits? And then, and then he whips out his and dick why and starts. Is this pissing. giant thing of poo trying to kill you, and you're throwing toilet paper at it? Yeah, like, and and like he literally whips his dick out and starts pissing on fire monsters. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to think of some other ones, but man, like as far as redesigning and like rethinking, like where 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 they were with a game, and figuring out what the identity of it is. Doom had so, Doom was in a weird spot when it came to like Doom Three and stuff, and it still has its own unique kind of feel, and it's not bad. But when they re rethought about what Doom was and came out, came out with it in 2016, it was mind boggling. Like it was so well done. Yeah, it's, didn't it's it ridiculous. To, didn't it for a while there? It was in that transition phase where it felt like unreal demons. Yeah, yeah. that's that's like that was like Doom Three. I mean, I played the original. I mean, Doom Three sorry, was Doom, Doom 3, Three felt yeah. more like it was trying to be almost like Dead Space, you know? Yeah, like if I you look at Doom, Doom Three, yeah, it yeah, looks and feels a lot like Dead Space. Oh, here he is. Sorry, I, I, yeah, it's actually really cool. I could change my headset battery out without even taking it off. Anyways, so going back to Conquer's Bad for Day for the 360, they tried to make a second. Well, it wasn't really a second. It was a. It was a. It was. I would say it's a remake. They tried to remake it for the Xbox 360. And what it was is Conquer's Live and Reloaded. So it had a different title. It still had like the same multiplayer game. No, you're, you're saying this there, is everything. not the one that was on Rare Replay. This was its own remaster. No, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. So so they they remade 
Conquer's Bad for Day for the 360. And it was absolute trash. I played it for a half a week. I tried to go back to it multiple times and couldn't. It was just a garbage, 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 garbage game. Then they came out with a rare replay. And instead of doing a remake, they just did a remaster where they brought everything to the new engine. They made it look better. They made it more fun to play. That was the rare replay one. And it was phenomenal. Well, it's even even like just the it, art right? style made it not feel like its own identity. You know what I mean? Yep. So that that that's a game that to me has an example of both how a remake can go garbage and a remaster can go amazing. Yeah, no, and that, and that can absolutely I happen. I replay just for Conquer's Bad for Day. Here, let's look at Conquer's uh, Live and Reloaded. You guys can see the stark yes, difference in like how bad the game looks aesthetically yeah. compared to the yeah. original. I remember hearing about that. I never really looked at it. I love yeah, the no, first I, one though. I didn't know about they that they one tried either. to make it like almost realistic, cartoony. It's strange, and it just didn't fit. And they got this weird looking fur system. Oh, so like Sonic. Um, if you look at the multiplayer from it, if it shows you any at all, it, it's still got that whole like uh like it just it looked bad. It wasn't. It, it looks fun. like the controls feel bad. They're not even controlling the character. Yeah. <laughs> it's like horrible. I feel bad watching this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, oh. that's on multiple. Still, so. yeah, Warcraft Three like, Forge videos. <laughs> <laughs> like they almost tried to make it a post-apocalyptic version of the same game. So that's you know, and it's, it's like, strange. I mean, Left 4 Dead did it right, so it must be okay to do what he did. It was just—it was really freaking annoying. Man. I'm mesmerized by this right Context. now. I know, right? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> oh man, I gotta stop looking at that. <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it held true to its roots. Like it feel no, like... not at all. They Maybe. absolutely washed it. I just think of that fucking meme. Uh, like that fucking meme. It's like, oh, you oh make, my god, you make a you make a bad remaster. Put it in reverse, like, Terry. Terry. Terry, put it in reverse. Put it in reverse. Oh no, Terry. <laughs> oh my god. It, it just, and then they came out with a rare replay, and honestly, like. The rare replay was fifty bucks, but it had a bunch of rare games on it. They had oh, what was it? It was the the where you drive around cars on this planet. I can't think of it. What the name uh, was? GTA. It was like a, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it <laughs> was like construction taxi. construction something. I have no idea. Um, where you you drive through buildings to destroy them, and it was a really fun game. And it was a really basic game for the three sixty. They remastered it. Not remade it, remastered it, and it was f- just as fun. It was like almost nostalgic, and it was just it was enjoyable to play. Um, so you like, know the rare replay is the best example of what I would say a remaster was. Right, it's it's like it's time. like the peak remaster, like exactly, what it should be. Yeah. yeah. The, the, um, the, to to add to that, on. like I want to see, or actually, I want to play because I've heard a lot of great things about it, and it looks like it was done really well in the rare rare remaster. Is the Viva Pinata game. I've heard it was done well, yeah. I like Viva Pinata. I thought it was all right. I played it on 360. Yeah, I've never played any only, of them. That's the only place you could play it, I thought. Yeah. I so. Oh, what's the what's the other one? There was another one, too. Uh, Kata, Katamari? Reroll yeah, or the, something? Yeah, yeah, the Katamari Damage. I Kata, never Katamari Damasi De, rerolled or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the 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 remake, or, I don't know if this is a remake or a remaster, but it looks really good, and it looks like it plays really good. So uh, another another game that I had that was a horrible remake was Perfect Dark. Oh, <laughs> stop. We don't say that. There we go. Things I've heard from my memory. <laughs> you you guys know know exactly uh, how, what I'm talking about, right? 
the, yeah. the remake of Perfect Dark, they tried to update the art and it looked worse. Like, the it was literally... like from 1997. How do you make it worse? It, 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 was, it was horrible, man. <laughs> Less polygons. <laughs> like, it, it, was, it was just a horrible, horrible remake. Almost like, the, the example zero. of a bad one. You know, I mean, they, they did... as bad as War. Or... <laughs> they did the same Warcraft thing with 3. Goldeneye. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, they did that. I remember that. The Golden Eye of something. Dead Z, I don't know. It was. It was I, terrible. I thought yeah. that was a sequel. That wasn't a remaster. No, that, was it? Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a. Remaster. It was a remaster of gold of the N sixty four game. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. N sixty four's Golden Eye was amazing. That was supposed to be a remake. It's. A, it was supposed yeah. to be a remake. Like if you look at the here, let's look at the promo for it. They weren't even the same game. It, I know N sixty four. uh Double O Seven remake. Trying to find it. It was Goldeneye Reloaded. Yeah, Goldeneye uh, Reloaded. So let's look at Goldeneye Reloaded trailer. Even the 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 trailer even is like it's redone. It's better than ever. Here's the launch trailer. Let's see if it's got what I'm talking about in here. Oh, I'm not prepared for this. Hey, that's from the first level. I don't know what that is. Now, would they try and remake this on so that we get context? Of uh, three sixty. I'm trying to find it. it. I, I don't know if this thing. is the trailer. That oh yeah, look, refined, recharged. Uh, just from these commercials, I would have probably tried it. It was bad, and then and then been mad as hell. It, it was it was not what 007 yeah. was at all. It was basically like we saw what Cobb were doing and we tried to copy that. <laughs> That's literally what this was. Let's take that Cod trailer and just do do that. And look who fucking made it. No, no wonder. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> GG Activision. Activision. Another another gem. Another gem. Good job. You did oh, it. <laughs> there was an attempt. So basically, the, what we're learning here tonight is basically almost don't trust Activision to remake your games. We're gonna oh, remake. Shit. We're gonna remake that song from what three oh three. Oh my god! Don't yeah. trust the hoe, and it's yeah. gonna be about Activision. <laughs> but it has the term Activision and remake in it. That could be end up bad though. <laughs> All right. So Tom, did you have any other ones that yeah, you? Um, point us no. in the right direction. Twenty twenty questions. I know, right? I don't remember. No, it wasn't Golden Was it an Activision game? Probably. Would you consider Call of Duty remakes? Is well, it bigger than a bright box? <laughs> we were basically saying that like COD is, but you know, it's same same mode as Pokemon. They've really been making the same game for how long? Yeah, right. Two decades. Three? Fudge. Two two. They've been oh. making the same game for two de- two decades, and they can't oh. keep their they can't keep their menu from being a laggy piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> That's actually. I'm true. gonna remember it after the after the stream's over, and I'm gonna be so irritated with myself. This is probably it was probably the best one too. It was the best example. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was. Watch it be a game none of us have ever heard of. Yep. It, it was real Real Housewives of Atlanta remastered <laughs> by Activision. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we we took all the housewives, we replaced them with men. It was oh my god, so juicy. Activision's collab with EA. <laughs> there are loot box clothes. <laughs> no. All right. Future of entertainment. Stop. <laughs> Do you 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 got to figure it out over there, Tom? Nope. <laughs> All right. So uh, for the last little thing before wrap up, we're gonna talk about uh, games we would like to see remade. So angry, you're up first. What what would you like to see remade, if anything? No, hands down, top one I want to see remade. Dude, Legend of Dragon. Sorry, oh, what? Yes, Bro, oh my god. Hold on, let me look is... this up because I, I I think I know this I game, but I don't think I've ever played it. It's on that PlayStation Three again. That's behind you, dude. Legend of Dragoon. Dude, I got hey. stuck on that game and it made me really mad. Yep, I don't even have to think about that. Number one, that's on number one of my games. I would love to see a complete redesign because the game fundamentally was just oh, not, not Madden. 
Not, not Madden. <laughs> is no, this so? Why would you like to see this remade? Is it something that you, like you feel is extremely dated or something? Or uh, if you look it up, it's it's very old. It's um, Final Fantasy what Final Fantasy Seven era maybe. Uh, it looks like eight, it so far. It hold like, on, it looks like eight. Yeah. more like eight. Uh, the story in this game was just absolutely phenomenal, and I feel like not enough people got to see it because it was shadowed by Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I've heard a lot of people talk about this game as such an epic, awesome experience. It was just so much fun to play, dude. Like for real, you got stuck, but you didn't care. You just kept battling over and over again. It was so unique. I don't know. It's just ah, oh, so much fun to play that game. I, I've spent many, many hours. Oh, yeah, I can definitely, just, just I can definitely see this. Like, if they brought this into, you know, today, like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII is being done, or you know, hope, hopefully, how it'll be done. Uh, <laughs> this, this looks like it'd be something I would definitely play. You know, yeah, the story was just, dude, just, just to get a little taste. The story just evolves quickly. The, the when you get your wings, like, oh, dude, it's so addicting. The game is so. Addicting. Number two, I would think Dino Crisis. Dude, I loved that oh, game. I don't well, know. I remember Dino Crisis. <laughs> it's like to me when I was a kid, I remembered it as Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's dinosaurs, dude. Jurassic Park proves you can uh, do whatever you want, and people will still pay. <laughs> Let's take a look at this. It looks like there's a clever girl here somewhere. Oh, shut up! <laughs> I am pretty positive I played this game. Everybody played this I, game. I played the demo. It scared the shit out of me, but I played the demo. Do you have a? So I heard. Did you have a crisis? Uh, yeah, a Dino crisis. So there were there were people who did a like a small group of people online who did their own remastered, reskinned version of that game, Dino Crisis. Yeah. I, oh, oh, I oh, did you play it, guys? No, I December didn't get a chance. Eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Because there the was, fan was making it, yeah, so, so you yeah. know they oh. That goes back to what I just said. The fan got shut down because they thought it was a great idea, and now they're re- they teased a remake. Capcom is, that is, is ridiculous. What else? Uh, I saw someone in your chat talk about uh, Dragon Age. I would kill to play Dragon Age. Oh my god! I, I, I feel like holy I feel like shit. That is one of the games that I can't get into. That if it was remastered good, I would be all over that shit. Okay, yeah. is that uh, Dragon Age Origins? Oh, Dragon Age Origins, they remastered it. Well, if they fix the second one, I'd be happy and made it better, but... Yeah, there's no saving that. Second one was a reskin. I didn't like Inquisition, honestly. I love just roam around a city the whole time because I don't want to explore the world, you know? They were the same... Oh my god, the same scenes, the same... They just recycled the same three areas, so everywhere you went, it was the same. It was so bad. Mass Effect, I think, would do really well if they remastered it. I know Bioware already said they won't touch it again, but because they don't want to taint the integrity of the game. But if they put a fresh set of paint on, on the That's original the thing, though, trilogy... Is like if, if it still is the same at the core and it does and it delivers, you can't really go wrong. Like, if you deliver what the product was, like you were saying a while ago, like, if you strict, stick true to what the game was, that is a guaranteed 100% commercial success. Promise. Yeah, multiplayer loot boxes, we make the most money from that. <laughs> I think the real reason is they don't want... EA to completely destroy their their original stuff with stuff like that. But well, they, EA probably doesn't want another case of oh shit, single player games actually sell. What? <laughs> sell well, shoot. Prove ourselves wrong. But yeah, those are those are like my top four, dude. All right, so well, technically, technically do you have another one? 
I, I saw someone talking about Kingdoms of Alamar. I think the game was yeah. really underrated. That was a that yeah. was a really good game that I feel like kind of blew by in a weird way. Welcome yeah, to- yeah. Army the time we it. And it never got any attention from anybody. It was so weird. I've never had a game that was single player that felt like an MMO that was worth the shit besides that one. That was a <laughs> weird experience, but it was delightful. Uh, let's see. Did you have any other ones? No, I mean, that was that was the list that I made sure I wanted to definitely talk about those. Like, I love those games so much. I mean, those are definitely some sick ideas that I would, I would also like to see, even yeah, if I don't end up playing them. And then for Tom, what do you got? So... For me, I've got a few. The first one that pops into my head kind of has a special place in my heart, and I don't know if it would make a good remake um, or a good remaster, I should say, but Conflict Desert Storm. Back in the day, by far the game that made me go from anything to Xbox. Like It, it made me a fan, Xbox fanboy because it was, it was four-person, couch co-op, split screen, where each person had their own roles, and it was like, I mean, yeah, I guess you got like, you know, Rainbow Six Siege nowadays, but like it was completely co-op campaign four person. And it was just, it was very, very fun to play and it was enjoyable and everyone had their own roles and you sucked at everyone else's roles. But I remember you were this game. I'm, yours. I'm pretty certain I played right? this game with my uncle. Yeah, it was, it was an extremely fun game. Conflict Desert Storm and then Conflict Desert Storm Back to Baghdad was the second one they made. And then they made Conflict Vietnam, like the whole Conflict series. I would love to see again. I right. Think I played Vietnam. Conflict Vietnam was pretty fun. Another one I would, these next two, I don't think will ever happen because of the way like the world is today, Mm -hmm. but the game Manhunt, (laughs) I would love to see remaster that. So Manhunt, for those of you guys who don't know, was a game where literally you were a prisoner who was slated for lethal injection, but that makes sense. Rockstar made this game. (laughs) Yeah. They they put you to sleep, you wake up, and then this guy is filming you killing gang members. The more graphic and intense the kill, the better points you got. But you had to like, uh, sit tough. behind people. Yeah, it's a exactly. smut film. It's... I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's basically so like trouble. how Hitman works now, but it's a lot more gory. It was a shit ton gory, especially for its time. Right. Like, today, it's gory. Like, you you take, like knives or you, you'll take like a piece of glass and cut saw a dude's head off on screen or you'll take a bag and you'll like suffocate him and then you'll rip his head off and you'll use his head to throw at people distract. i mean honestly i don't see that so bad i mean the way that like um like doom emphasizes on like ripping you know people to shreds and stuff like that and all that like there are plenty of games that have like dismemberment and stuff in, the, in like in extreme ways so i don't think it's impossible I mean, and it's a video I game, you know. Think it'll happen I, I mean, it probably won't it's, happen. It's but. more. It's not com- like this game did not feel like combat. It wasn't, you know, Doom. You're fighting the bad guys and they're exploding. This was murder. This was you're going around like this wasn't Grand Theft Auto. Hey, I, I mean, just but to me, I don't see Hitman as any different as, was, that, as that as this. It was focused Dude, on being gory. It wasn't focused on this was like. How many different ways can you fucking kill a dude so gruesomely that you gain points? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I guess I understand I that. Think. The next one, and this one won't get it because of probably politics, Mercenaries. Um, oh, they, did come, they did come out with the second one, Mercenaries 2. It was actually really, really bad. Uh, they try, it was actually trying to be a remake, Mercenaries 2. Um, but Mercenaries, the first game, was so much fun. When you literally were a mercenary, you could kill whoever the fuck you wanted. Right. 
if you killed certain people, you lost rep with other other countries. And if you had like if you had enough rep with one country, that you could call that country to call an airstrike on another country. And like it was very kind of political driven too. South Korea, well, well, no, it was it was North Korea. Always hated you no matter what. Like you could not do anything to make North Korea like you. They were constantly hostile. And it was just, it, you could call an airstrike. It was just, it was a fun game. As a kid, like, I loved it. You could call, like, yeah, you could take down entire buildings, which was new for that day and age, mind you. Like, this, that was not I mean, this is definitely pre, um, uh, what was the, what was the Battlefield one where they really started to emphasize on that, that everyone loved? Battle, Battlefield? Uh, Bad Company 2. Bad Company, yeah. Or, yeah, Bad I Company. Bad Company, too. Bad, Bad Company, Company was, was my amazing. first introduction into yeah. that series. Oh, I, I played Battlefield back since Battlefield 2, the very, like, very early one back on like anyways um i would love to see mercenaries remastered like i would i would i would kill for that um, um, obviously the right i think that's part of your problem yeah probably <laughs> um <laughs> that's <laughs> so I, I said manhunt mercenaries yeah, uh, conflict. oh conflict yes and then oh i had four of them why is my brain not working? I, I had conflict. This is what we have notes inside. for, Tom. This is what we have notes for. <laughs> that, like this is three. literally the reason why I give you a template. <laughs> Dingus, the three that I've talked about, I had written down. Why do you think I'm able to say? I'm. That? You know what, Tom? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'll, I'll stick with those three. I would love to see those three remastered. Like that would that would make my life. I would be happy camper. So Logan, I have a lot. Okay, so some Superman. Of so one that I'm one that I like a lot. Superman in sixty four. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the ones like Legend of Dragoon, Dragoon, and stuff like that were already said. But like Armored Core, Armored Core was a fantastic oh my god, game, yes, and it was published. I think, or is it, it wasn't, I don't know. The people who did the majority of the work was from Soft, ironically enough. But Armored Core is a fantastic game. You're basically in these giant mechs and you can pretty much customize as much as possible in armor and it's it, is it was just i think it is yeah. armor core to another age is the is the trailer you want to put on screen armor armor cord armored core to I love another how you age opening scene mod your mechs in that game like your mechs were your mech it's fantastic dude i have some of the my, some of my best like mech gaming memories in existence come from armor core and not a lot of people um may not have been exposed to uh armor core but like you could do literally anything with your character change the arms the chest the head the legs exactly, different types yeah. of legs like you want to float all the time cool like i had a pair of legs i use all the time where you're constantly floating but it didn't use yep. your uh energy boost so like you could float on top of water and the other enemies couldn't even get to you at that point so it was it was fantastic this was and, an og uh, playstation wasn't it ps2 is this one another age was the one i had the most fun with i was introduced from the playstation one purple and black demo disc that had armor core on. i think um, that's actually where i played it because i know i didn't yeah. play this full game but i know i played this game and this one i specifically on remember this right here the where he's sliding across the floor she the little robots yeah that. so th this trailer i think was on some other things as well but this was the full game on ps2 right, right. I, I wish they would remake either, like just make a new armor core be fine with me but they've been done with it for a while now the new ones that came out like five or six years ago, they all were. Honestly, then... when is the last good mech game, dude? I can't even think of one. Yeah, I, I can't either, man. Like, uh, aren't they working on a Mech Warrior uh, remaster or remake? Uh, I don't, mech Warrior on PC was okay back in the day, like Windows ninety eight. No, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> well, it could have been better. Armor Core was faster paced combat. It was like if you introduced anime to mech battles. That's what Armor Core was, man. 
The only thing they're missing is God on their side, then they're unstoppable. <laughs> Did you have animes? Oh my god. So another one that I like a lot, which a lot of people probably have no idea what this game even is, Mega Man Legends. Mega Man Legends was a unique Mega Man game on PlayStation didn't, 1. That you streamed did not this one recently, didn't you? Yes, I did. I, yeah. I streamed all of number one. And I played, I don't know, the first time I ever played it, it took me like 22 hours to beat the game. And then when I replayed it, it took me like, my fastest time in this game is 22 minutes to beat it. Dude, Jeez, just nuts. looking at this, if this got the spiral treatment, people would play the hell out of it. I know, because like the controls back in the day were... Oh, they, they look clunky as shit. Like, yeah. look at him shooting I had there. To, like, it was, it was pretty bad. But Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Legends 2 was, like, an attempt to make a second game, but it didn't really hit home. Like, didn't hit the mark, I should say. Um, it was missing a lot of stuff that... It was the game, but it just wasn't unique enough like this was. This had so much mystery in it going on because of some of the dialogue that happened in the game. Um, it, it was just amazing. Like, um, if you want a better visual for Mega Man Legends, play Mega Man Legends Final Boss Fight. You get that video up, and it's it's... A lot different than, and then it's like some <laughs> giant robot. <laughs> Not impressed. And right then if, if you skip to the where, because this boss is actually two phases, so it blew my mind as a child because you you blow up the body that he's in right now, and all of a sudden it's a it's different. There you go, just like that. And so it's something about some ancient robot technology or something that's in space that he was trying to destroy the planet or the I city you like, were in or some crap. I feel like this character is about to join Teen Titans after they rebuild their body. Yeah. One that's an obvious would be like the Witcher games, but I won't get too much into that just because. Oh, you know, dude. I mean, look, I wish, but then... straightforward having the Witcher 1 and 2 story, which are absolutely incredible in 3's engine or better, would be phenomenal, and people will play the hell out of them. Oh, over no, that's bad, Heather. Yeah, yeah, Heather was telling me about something. <laughs> no, like, uh, you like, collected trading cards in The Witcher they... 1 for all the people you slept with, and it's like, what? And then uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal, the original one. The original Twisted Metal game on PS1. I, I love that game. And then another one on PC that a lot of people don't know besides uh, Twisted Metal that was on PS1. Rise of Nations on PC. Like They updated oh. it uh, recently or a couple years ago, and so it has Twitch support and stuff like that. But Rise of Nations is an RTS game, which I would confidently say, if, if you want to go buy and try out Warcraft because you're itching for a uh, RTS, just buy Rise of Nations on Steam, dude. You'll, you'll like it way, way better than the new Warcraft game. Like, just buy Rise of Nations, please. And then one that a lot of people probably remember, it was on PS2, Time Splitters 2. Ooh. I don't know if you guys remember, remember that one. Nope, I remember that one. It was a lot of fun growing up. I loved that game. Uh, oh, what was that robot? Which one? What? There's a lot of, there's a lot of robot games. Uh, Metal Arms, Glitch in the System on PS2. Ooh, hang on. I don't remember that one. You played as a little robot named Glitch, I think, and uh, corrosive uh, metal, metal arms glitch in the system. It's, oh. it's kind of like Spyro or something else where you do your little things and stuff. But you played as a robot and you blew apart a little <laughs> robot. the game. Yeah, dude, it was. <laughs> it, but it's so much fun, man. This game. That's one we didn't talk about is Ratchet and Clank the remaster of that. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. And then um, that was extremely good, by the way. I would, I'd want some type of Silent Hill remake, man. Something like a good Silent Hill game. Like they could have oh. just made PT and it would have fixed the problem. The problem but is. another one, um, Golden Sun on the Game Boy. I just want a new Golden Sun, man. Like <laughs> if it looked, if it looked like the new um, Zelda on the Switch, Golden Sun would look amazing on with, with that kind of, with those kind of visuals. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like it, a lot of people have a lot of fond memories of things like Fire Emblem and stuff like that. Now, Golden Sun was a straight up just RPG. It's kind of like that's why I'm playing Secrets of Grindia. That's why I played through it is because this game right here it reminds me so much of this game. 
that's why I've been playing a lot of that's it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I want to play Secrets of Grunia. It looks good. Um, they're not finished, obviously. There's about 15 hours yeah, it's, of content yeah. if, you're, if you're not rushing through it. And then I guess, I mean, an obvious one, which I think everyone here is, it's already being worked on, but like just Oblivion, if it was made in the newer engine. Oh my like, God, the, yeah. The combat was more fluid. The 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 conversations are more fluid, things like that. So. Well, and to be fair, it was also more of a role-playing game than Skyrim was. And, uh, and they yeah. did a really good job. And I would like yeah. to see it. I think, honestly, if they could just get off that trash engine... Bethesda would do a lot better for their games because yeah. their engine is just so fucked. You see, Dad's about to wrote Siphon Filter. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, Siphon Filter was Ape Escape. Ape Escape's not a good, like an actual remake, not the crappy shit they came out with recently. It, it, it's, let's just call it the Spiral Treatment. Yes, yes <laughs> it needs the Spiral Treatment. You don't have to like revolutionize and add things to the game. Just give it the Spiral Treatment for some of these classic games, and yeah. it literally will Command be the definitive. Alert. It would literally yeah. be the definitive way to experience the game for all time. You know what I mean? It would nothing that needs to be done. Once you once we hit 4K, I really don't foresee there being a, a reason once it's given the spiral treatment for a game to be redone again. You know, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what about 8K and then 12 and then the 16K? <laughs> the old original Tomb Raider games, honestly, though, um, the new Tomb Raiders were fantastic. I liked them. It's just a different style of game. Uh, yep, different style of game. I want to go back to what Tomb Raider used to be, and I wish they would just either give it the Spyro treatment. Like Raiding just, Tombs? Didn't they come out with just one kidding. recently, though? Well, I guess not recently, but like five it years wasn't, ago. They gave, the, they gave Tomb Raider the Nathan Drake treatment. That's treatment. what they did, yeah. And that's it's fun, don't get me wrong, and it was great, Like because those those games, the what were the Nathan Drake games called? Um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. They were great games, but it's like, that's to me. That's not Tomb Raider. That's that's a different type of game completely. And I want I, them to I go agree, back to actually. I agree. I like this. the mystery. I like walking into the area called the Lost Valley, and you're like, "This is weird." And then there's fucking Velociraptors. You're like, "Okay, that's weird." And then you walk around the corner, and then a T Rex comes stomping around the corner with you nowhere to run, and like, it's, and then it's you good. turn the next corner, and there's a Chipotle, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on with this?" Place? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's you, pretty you much. You started talking about a raptor, and I thought of Turok. Turok yeah. would be an awesome one to rehash. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I thought they, they made a new one. But yeah, it was they, kind of shit. they they made a new terrible. one for 360 that was fucking poop. Let's just yeah. admit that, like, when it comes to like old 3D games on like PS2 and back, a lot of them, if they're just brought into the new era and they fix the clunkiness, because like a lot of those games were clunky because we didn't know what we were doing back then. Yep. Yep. Like, if they were given a smooth transition to the new era, a lot of those games would be like gold yep. and you would need additional features just right just, the just game. that and people would play it like that uh, a lot of them a lot of the major thing is just control and camera updates would make the, the world yep. of difference for gameplay because as yep. we all know playstation one and two camera controls and shit were garbage. awful <laughs> yeah yeah so well, it wasn't focused, right? play something like monster hunter with those kind of controls <sighs> wouldn't happen <laughs> Imagine trying to play Monster Hunter with friends. Oh wait, you can't. Shut the fuck up, Tom. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little salty. Go get him. Tom, Tom's just trying to get through the damn campaign. Uh, so Logan, did you have any other ones? No, man. I could go forever by looking. I, I could too. Um, so for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a. Uh, these are some of the ones that are like my all time. Like if I could see this, I could play them so freaking long. And one of them, God damn it, there was another one somebody said, and I was like, we gotta, we gotta do. Oh, oh Ratchet and Clank. So Ratchet and Clank, yeah, I, I would love to see the play. other games, uh, especially the co-op ones, being put with online co-op. That's another thing too. 
if it's an old game and it had split screen co-op and stuff, bring it into the new age, put it online. So that way, like me and Logan can sit here and online and play, you know, the game together on stream or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that's yeah. huge. Yeah, I would love it. Old co-op games being bought to, brought to the new age and add online to them is absolutely the best case scenario for and, giving the game a new breath of life. And let me just give you like a little tidbit into the way that I think about games. I think I still play games that are services like destiny or like mm-hmm. Monster Hunter or things like that is because there aren't any games that were like they were back in the PlayStation 1 and 2 era coming out that make me want to play something new. It's it, I'm going to play something that's safe that I know I can have some fun with, and that's it. And I'm not going to divul- spend my money on something that I have no idea if it's going to be good when the reviewers are biased and the reviews are skewed. The content or the quality of our games that have been coming out haven't been that high and things like that. It just doesn't make me want to play any of these remasters lately. Yeah, so uh, my next game is uh, SSX Tricky. Like, when it comes to snowboarding games, this is the epitome of, like, it doesn't have to be realistic, it just has to be fun. And I'm telling you, if this game got the spiral treatment, I would lose my fucking mind, dude. This game is absolutely incredible. And yeah, they do have it. It's technically got remastered, updated uh, graphics on the Xbox One and Xbox One X, which which is great. But, like, a full remaster of this... It would be amazing, and I feel like this was the peak of of, of, of SSX. A, a remake, sorry, uh, a oh, remake. A remake of this would be the the like ultimate way to play SSX because this was the epitome of what SSX was to me. Because um, they went a lot more like more toward the realistic side in the future. I, I'm not. It's not perfect, but like they started going that direction. The wacky SSX is where they nailed it. This game was uh, amazing. Uh, if you're going that way, you can't stop. Uh, skip over Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. Yeah, well, guess what the next game is on my list? It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro <laughs> Skater needs the fucking spiral treatment. Give it to me right now. That is, like, seriously. Screens. What are you doing? I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking losing really my mind it. over here. I'm so excited. Like, I'm telling you right now. If Give me the Tony Hawk Pro Skater collection, one through four, remaster that shit and bring it into the new era and, and oh my god i would lose my fucking mind as well because that game was so so good and the, the thing that so like don't get me wrong i love skate and i and that i also put that on there like combined with tony hawk because i would like to see them like properly playable because there's a lot of issues with like the the servers and ea and all that bulls bullshit but i don't go go into all that but like I really, really enjoy a good skateboarding game. They're super fun, and I would like to see something in this era that's actually playable and good that's finished. You know what I mean? And there's some stuff that's being worked on for, like, indie stuff or whatever, but I would love uh, to see specifically Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 through 4 remastered. They only need one song. You know what song that is, right? Oh, I know the song. That one one ska ska song song from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only song it needs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What one ska song? What? Dude, look at Superman. Up. Just, no, you can here. Watch. Yeah. Google it. Here, go to Google and type in that one ska song from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. First, uh, <laughs> the first result: one hour video on repeat. Superman by Coldfinger. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy, dude! I love it, man. It's like it's it's insane. Like that was the catchiest oh. freaking track in the whole soundtrack. It was That's ridiculous. how childhoods are made. Okay, yeah. what was that? I'm, I'm gonna look that one up. The only song I remember hardcore from that was Primus. Yeah. Uh. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I would love to see those games brought into the new era. It would be amazing. And then let's see. 
like I said a while ago, we I kind of went over this, but like uh, Fallout Three and New Vegas, if they just give it like a proper engine, man, I'm telling you, there could be such a new life for those games that would go on forever. Um, they're the so good, touch. huh? They all need the New Vegas touch, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm tell- like it just needs to be done. Um, and then another classic, as I know we talked about, like N64 and PS2 games, but I would really like to see a proper remake um, with some additions and corrections for Donkey Kong 64. That would be huge yeah, for me. Man. It was a huge game in my childhood, uh, yeah. and I would love to see it done proper. Or the the Super Nintendo Donkey Kong. What was it? It was where you could play Tails and like all of them. Tails. And you had the crystal. You, you had the the crystal area. What was it? It was no, not Tails. There's, there's crystals in Sonic. No, 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 no. It was a Donkey Kong for Super Nintendo. I mean, look, there's Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2, and then there's Donkey Kong Country 3. That's it. Like, well, I'm not, I don't know who you're talking about playing as Crystal because there was Dixie Kong you can play as in the second one, and the third one was Dixie and, uh, was it Baby Kong? What was his name? Dude, you're the expert on that game, dude, so don't ask us. Okay, so it was Donkey Kong Country, which they just came out with a remaster for. Yeah, I mean, I, that game, I could see a lot of people arguing it doesn't really need one. But at the same time, honestly, I just want to see more continuation from that series because it's one of the best platformers ever made, 2D platformers, in my opinion. Um, but yeah. I think that is, that's it pretty pretty much for me. Hmm. I, I just kind of generally agree with, like, when it comes to remasters, um, let's, let's just do the wrap-up. So um, I basically, my biggest thing is, I, I, I remasters are okay. Uh, they can be nice sometimes, you know, like Tom said, there are, there are examples where, you know, remasters are good and remakes are bad and all that stuff. And obviously there's a lot more we could talk about with this stuff. I could talk forever about it cause I love video games, you know, just like everyone here, but I love seeing games that are properly brought into the new era and giving uh, given a treatment to make it like the ultimate way to play the game. And eat, especially when they wombo combo, like a trilogy together, like Spyro did or ba- crash bandicoot, you know? I love seeing that kind of stuff because it's like the ultimate way to just play it all together. And I don't know if you guys know, but for Crash Bandicoot, I, I did 100% of it. And they even put in levels that were excluded from the game originally, which is amazing. And because it was like apparently too hard for the game uh, whenever they put it out. Oh, uh, OK. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of like my thoughts. What do you got for you got anything for wrap up? Any final thoughts? Uh, angry? Uh, I've had a blast so far. So uh... <laughs> 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 it's been fun goofing around. I don't have any final thoughts thoughts are like hell yeah this was great dude <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it um tom well, thanks for by, man. so um yeah i just kind of reiterating what you said dingus that i think i think the key is looking at the original game um and really diving into is the game good enough where a remaster is good enough right um, um i'm looking at real quick i think that's coming from a game company's perspective is it good enough like are you saying as in like is it good enough that people like it no, no. like what it i mean is that you to have the fun consumers, or good enough that people will buy it to the consumers was the game good enough where they didn't want any features changed then go for a remaster if you're going to pick a game and you're going to say all right do we remake or remaster this that's what determines it to the user base are they happy with the current features or is there too many features that they're not okay with or want changed? Yeah. Or right. is it, you know, um, Tom, it, like what about in the case where it's just like the game was kind of uh, accepted as good and bad. And if it was reimagined and they tweet the way that the game actually works and plays, but brought that into the new era, that could possibly be something that works really well, you know? So, well, the the way I look at it, right, is when you remaster a game or when you remake a game or whatever. I guess that, at that main... point it ends up being a reboot. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. 
your your main target audience is the people who liked the game originally, the cult following, mm -hmm. right? Because they're the ones that are going to stick with the remaster or the reboot if it's done right. Mm -hmm. So you need to look at that group, not your current, like, ooh, will this sell well? But the people who still love the game, are they happy with what it was? Like Adults Conker's Bad for Day, games. right? <laughs> or, like, I'm looking at a picture right now of KOTOR, right? That's of the Old Republic. Oh, Star fuck, I forgot that. Like, How do we forget that? I don't know. Like, I, I thought about I, it that too. deserves a remaster if any game ever did. I think a remaster, but one, not a, again, a remaster, a remake, but a, not a remake. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Because this game, people are very happy with the way the game plays. Mm -hmm. The people who still play this game, and I've never played this. This is me looking at this from an outside perspective. The people who still play this game, because I know like Code Carnage is currently doing a full playthrough of it, I think. They play it because the game is fun to play. Don't break, don't fix it if it ain't broken type of shit. Yeah, just bring yeah. it up to where it's like the, exactly. a visual masterpiece, yep. you know? Yep. Yep. So they could, um, they could update some of those controls. I'm a huge fan of that yeah, game. Some like, of those like the Red Dead or uh, the 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 Red is an Evil Two upgrade, right? Where they they fix some stuff that was janky, but they didn't remake the whole game, right? right? Why? Why remake the whole game? Yeah, it broke. Don't fix it. You also didn't show the Warcraft Three refunded page. Oh yeah, we get we can show that in a second. We'll do that at the end. All right. Uh, is are you good, Tom? Yeah, that that's my biggest, I guess, ending point. Cool. Um. So, Logan, final thoughts. Remasters probably need to stop slash remakes until the game developers slash companies can stop focusing on their bottom line and start focusing on delivering products they know their community will like. We need to bring that mm -hmm. back. We need to open up more dialogue with these companies to say, look, we will give you our goddamn money. You have to honor what the original games were. You can't just release Crash Team Racing half-ass and then say all these other things are microtransactions. Like that's that is not the way you release a game because it just <laughs> It's not only that, up. but it like they hold off microtransactions to get re good reviews, and then release yep. microtransactions in that's, a game in a classic game that didn't originally have them. Unacceptable, and they could easily, if they want to make more money, make some new tracks or some shit. Like, come Dude, on, like, I'm gonna, really, I'm gonna guys? put it this way: uh, if this is just for me personally, but like, if you remake a game like uh, Knights of the Old Republic or SSX Tricky or Donkey Kong 64, if you honestly remake that game from the ground up. I will be happy to shovel $60, $70 your way. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying, dude. And I don't think these organizations understand that. They just think, what is selling right now? What, what are these classes that we went to about how to monetize microtransactions and all these other things like that? Like, that's what they're focusing on. They're not focusing on delivering content. They're focusing on delivering something additional they can sell to you. That really well, what they call it now is it. staying connected to the community yeah, as in con yeah, staying connected to your bank account. Yeah. It's connected to the community's <laughs> wallets. Yeah. So besides that, I guess, I mean, game companies that have made good remasters slash remakes, keep it up. And you guys know who you are because you can just search your guys's, you know, game on Google and immediately you'll see if it's bad or good. Like just keep that up. Remember why you originally got into making games. And if a company is forcing you, honestly, like this is just me. I don't know. Other people have different things. They've got bills to pay. But personally, me, if I worked for a company that was having me remake a game the wrong way, like Warcraft, I would leave and work somewhere else because I, I can't have that on my well, resume. Well, not, not only that, that, but I'll, I'll double down on that. And like, if you're at a point where you're remaking a game or doing something like that, and you know that it's going to be a shitty experience, I can tell you right now, at least from everything I've seen when we've seen with Kickstarters, if you're a good company and you want to break the fuck off, people will back you for making good video games. It doesn't matter. Yep. 
say, hey, we need this much to buy the IP from this company. Will you support us? Cool. Now we have to pay the devs. Do you want to support us again? And guess what? People are going to do it. Like It will it, happen, it like especially task, for games like Knights of the Old Republic and all these other great games we've talked about, man. It will happen. I guarantee yeah. you people would back it. Getting, a, getting licenses from EA is going to be a challenge. Oh, yeah. It is a challenge, even though they won't let anybody work on it, which is a, a nightmare. I don't know. I think there needs to be a time limit. If a game company doesn't release a game with a certain of a certain IP in a decade, it's free reign. It's open. It's open source now. It's uh, what's that called? Oh, um, like the Happy Birthday song. What is that? What do they call that? Free domain. Uh, what what is it domain, called? Free domain. Yeah, whatever. Like You're thinking Creative Commons. Creative Commons. Yeah, yeah I was thinking different. the wrong thing. Yeah. I guess. But I guess that's my closing statements. Just keep up the good work, <laughs> and the people who are making bad games, tell your companies they're doing the wrong thing, and if they don't listen, I mean, do what you can. I mean. Just keep up the fight. All right. So uh, with all of that down and uh, all of the things that we've talked about, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Now, we are going to do a little competition here. This is something we're trying to do every single week. We do a different competition based on the things that we're currently uh, talking about. So if you guys are listening to the podcast and you guys want to see that, it's going to be uploaded on our YouTube later. So you can check that out there. And as for us, you can join us on our Discord, and then uh, you can follow all of our content. If you guys want to see the uh, the podcast live, you can catch it here at Mixer.com slash 3Dingus or Triple I Dingus. And you can uh, find... Ones too. What's up? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Podcast. And if you miss any of the podcasts, you can check it out. We're now live on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iTunes now. So yeah, it's you can check Play, them out there. Yeah, Google, no, it's Google Podcasts, um, oh, but it's, it's, podcast? it's, it's Damn. yeah, it's all on there. Um, but it, technically, it's under like Google Music or whatever they call it. So, anyways, that's that's all on there. You guys can check that out. And if you guys want to follow Tom Tom's content, uh, where can they find you at, Tom? So you can find me streaming on my channel at uh, mixer.com forward slash Tom Tom with three eleven. And then for our guest, who has been absolutely amazing, we really appreciate you joining us today and uh, and being a part of the conversation. Angry Speckskin, tell everyone where they can find you at and uh, how to connect with you. I frequently on mixer.com, Angry Speckskin. Also, Twitter and Instagram, same bat time, same bat URL, if you will. Oh. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to follow it on your platform and all that. And we will catch you guys for the next episode.